Jesus' name, amen. And the worshipers and people of God said amen to that prayer. Can we stand on our feet this morning and give God a shout of hallelujah? If you know that he's worthy, come on and put those hands together and say he's worthy. And if you're thankful this morning from bringing you through this whole week, say thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And if you're joining in with us this morning via live stream, we say welcome to you. Can we teach y'all a new song this morning? Can we teach y'all a new song? This song is coming straight from the word of God in Proverbs, and it's Solomon talking. And Solomon is talking about the wisdom of trusting in God. Look at somebody and say, I will trust in God. Look at somebody else and say, I will trust in God. If you're streaming, if you don't mind, in the comment section, write, I will trust in God. Type, I will trust in God. How many people trusting in God? That's how we should live. It says, Proverbs 3, it says, 1 through 6, it says, My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the tablet of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. And here's the verse that everybody loves and everybody knows. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. One more time, say trust in the Lord. Say trust in the Lord and type trust in the Lord. So this song is simple. It says this. This is your point. It says, write them on the tablet of your heart. Okay, I'm going to sing that one more time. Just straight from the scripture in the word of God, it says, write them on the tablet of your heart. Can y'all sing that with me? Everybody sing it with me one time. Everybody say, write them on the tablet of your heart. Y'all got it? One more time. Here we go. Everybody say, write them on. Sing. Write them on the tablet of your heart here we go shout hallelujah and praise the lord Woo! we're gonna clap our hands right there yep y'all ready here we go say Said you really ought to write and hot 
as well say, I will trust in the Lord. Help me sing it. I will trust in the Lord. the Lord. We are grateful to our worship team. Thank you for allowing God to use you. Please let me remind all of us this afternoon at 3 p.m. 
as many of you as can come to support the family. We're going to be having the home going for Brother and Dickiness Ward. If you are interested in viewing, that starts at 2 p.m. Also, we have moved our insurance uh, effort to February 27 and 28. We were supposed to do that this past weekend, but the weather got bad and the insurance reps, they couldn't come down from Texas. So we have to reschedule and now it's February 27 and 28 from 9 a.m. till 4 p.m. Amen. We are grateful to all of you, our guests, for being here. We appreciate you. Thank you for joining us today. And those of you who are live streaming with us this morning, we thank God for all of you. Whether you are here in the house, whether you are at home watching us, or whether you are listening on radio, I want you to know that you are very much appreciated. Those of you who are guests who are here this morning, we encourage you to please stop by the guest desk in the lobby. Uh, we have volunteers and staffs to attend to you. We always want to show you that we, we appreciate your coming. So we even have gifts for you. Uh, if you're a guest, just stop by the guest desk. All minds clear? If you have your Bible with you, will you please turn to the book of Proverbs? The choir have been singing about it all morning, and I just want to tag along. Glad to see Pastor Tenney with us this morning. We appreciate you, man of God. The book is Proverbs, chapter 3. Verses 5 and 6. The book of Proverbs. Chapter 3. Verses 5 and 6. The Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not unto your own understanding. In all of thy ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy path. While you are still standing, let's pray. Our Father and our God, we are grateful for this beautiful day. Thank you for waking us up this morning. 
Thank you for the opportunity to see the beauty of the day. Thank you for your faithfulness in our lives. Thank you, O God, for our health and for our strength. We don't take these things for granted. We just want to say thank you. Thank you, O God, for the word of God. Lord, I pray that you will help our hearing. I pray that you will help our understanding. I pray, O God, that you will use me to be a channel of blessing. Lord, I couldn't do this without your help. I need your help physically, emotionally, spiritually. Your covering is very important to me. Thank you for the saints that are gathered here. Lord, I pray that you will meet every need, that you will answer all prayer requests, and that you will show yourself strong in the life of your children. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you for a few minutes on two words, trust God. So glad to see our coach from Louisiana College. We appreciate you. Thank you. It's a joy just to see some of the players too. Our subject for discussion is titled, Trust God. Two words. You heard it many times in Sunday school. You've heard many sermons preach on the importance of trusting God. In fact, because we are now in technological age, I Google that verse and I discover it's one of the top five most quoted verses in social media. Check it out. But just because you're familiar with the verse doesn't mean that you understand it. So what does it mean to trust God? That's my assignment to you this morning. If you're going to be a very successful student of the Bible, and if you're going to be a Christian in the real sense of the word, you will need to learn to trust God. Trusting God is more than just being in agreement with what the Bible says. So, what is Trust. How will you define the word trust, especially when it comes to God? To trust God means that you lean on God. To trust God means that you rest on God. 
To trust God, ladies and gentlemen, means that you cling to God. Trusting God means that in every area of your life, you hold on to God. Please notice, in order to hold on to God, you have to let go of all the other junk in your hand. Many times we profess to, to hold on to God, but we're holding on to many other things. That's why the Bible says, get rid of all these weights that can so easily beset you. The truth be told, many of us have failed this test of trusting God. We know about it, but many of us don't even know how to trust God. We fail in the test of trusting God. Why did we fail? I'm glad you asked. Number one, by nature, we are very defensive. So when something happens, we want to figure it out quick. Another reason why we fail to trust God is because we are quick to call our friends. Before we think of God, we want to solve the problem. All right? You see fire on the roof? Your first instinct is to put it out yourself. Something happened on the job, you think of a friend that you know. You say, hey, I know somebody. Brother Baba can fix this. And we call for help. So our friends become a crutch for us. And if you're not careful, you find yourself relying on your friends more than you rely on God. Another reason that we find it difficult to trust God is because in our psyche, God is so far away. I know how to reach each of you. I know how to pick up the phone. Many of you, I know where you live. But in our psyche, it's like God is way out there. So because of the distance, we look for shortcut. Another reason why we failed in our trusting God is because many of us, we are actually better at worrying than trusting God. If we have to make a list, our worry list is much longer than our prayer list. Please take note, the scripture that was read to your hearing this morning, it has two parts to it. The first part is a command, and the second part is a promise by God. You are commanded to trust God. 
And then he promised to direct your path. Hallelujah. Where many of you, you pray every day for God to direct your path. But you don't trust him. Please take note how much trust he's requiring of you and me. I'm taking my time this morning. The Bible saying all you're getting, get understanding. In that one verse, it says, trust God with all your heart, all your ways. Just grab hold of those two words. Can you imagine if everyone here would trust God, not with 30% of our heart, not with 60%, but with all? Let that sink in. All of a sudden, everything you and I are worrying about will vanish when you completely depend on God. It says also trust him with all your ways. Wow. There's nothing left. If every move, wherever you go, whatever you do, whatever you get into, you trust God in all your ways. Well, unfortunately, many of us would rather trust everything else but God. This is why Psalms 20 verse 7 say, some people trust in chariots. Isn't that something? <laughs> some people, that's right, some people even trust in horses. You say, huh, I don't even have a horse. So that don't apply to me. You see, many of us, the problem is that we trust the economy. Many of us, we trust the, the, the Wall Street. Many of us, we trust who is, who is in power, who win the election, who hold office. And then when they drop the ball, all of a sudden, we break our heart. The reason why your heart is broken is because you put your trust in them. Some of us even trust the medical reports we get from the doctor. Bless your heart. <laughs> People will write me and say, Pastor, the doctor said it. The doctor said that uh, my weight is good. My cholesterol is good. My, and they, I don't know if they're trying to make me a doctor or whatever. <laughs> and I say, oh, praise God, I'm happy for you. They trust medical reports. Some people even trust their bank account to tell you how much they trust these things. It affects their praise in the house of God. <laughs> what is trust when it comes to God? Total reliance on God. The ability to depend on the integrity of God. Even when you don't understand what's going on, you say, I trust God. <laughs> you talk about true freedom. 
total confidence, total dependence on God. So the question I have for you this morning is, who have you been putting your trust in? See, I cannot answer that for you. Only you can tell who you've been trusting, who you've been leaning on, who you've been relying on in your Christian journey. Even right now in the midst of pandemic, where is your trust? Some of you, you are more afraid of COVID-19 than you are of God. Our economy has collapsed. That's just the truth. Is that where you put your trust? Some people even have trust in the weather. The weather dictates what they're going to do. (laughs) If you don't believe me, just talk to any pastor. They'll tell you. They have to fight the NFL. They have to fight Bayou Classic. They have to fight Sunday sports. They have to fight the weather. Because this is where people put their trust. That's what dictates what they do. Before I leave home, I can tell how many people are going to be in the church. Because I've been doing this for, for decades, you know. <laughs> my brother, my sister, please permit me to get serious with you. Why do we need to trust God? Brother Pastor, you're asking me to trust God. Why? The book of Psalms 27 gives you some indication of why you should trust God. He said you should trust God because God is your light. The Lord is my light. Anything that gives you light. You see, it gets dark sometimes. And the truth be told, sometimes I can't see my way. I know many of you think, oh, pastor is so smart. Don't be fooled. It's good to have somebody that can turn on the light. That's why you should trust him. The Lord is my light. He just don't provide the light. He is my light. Hallelujah. I'll tell you another reason why you should trust God. He is your salvation. The Lord is my light, comma, and my salvation. And I wish I, I have some time to, 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 to play with that because your salvation is more than forgiveness of your sin. God is your source. Not only did he forgive me, he delivered me. Whenever I messed up, whenever I, I fumbled the ball, 
He is my salvation. The truth be told, every now and then I get tricked. I trip along the way. Even sometimes I get trapped. Sometimes I find myself caught in the web. I can't, I can't get around. But oh, it's good to know God is your salvation. Come and set you loose. Hallelujah. Do I have a witness in the house? Has he ever brought you out? The Lord is my light. And my salvation. That's why I don't have to fear nobody. Hallelujah. I'll tell you another reason why you should trust him. Still in the same scripture, he said, the Lord is your strength. He is the strength of my life. That's right, Brother Deacon. <laughs> People ask me all the time, how do you do all that you do? And I quote this scripture again and again. I say, I cannot do it in my physical ability. I cannot do it in my natural ability. But the Lord is my strength. Coach, students, we ask me that. How can you be a pastor and be a professor and be a lawyer and be on TV every day and you're running your own business? It's impossible. I say it's very simple. The Lord is my strength. This Bible is not really complicated. And when he is your strength, then he becomes your pickup. Have you ever wake up? Maybe it's just me. You wake up sometime in the morning, you just don't feel like going nowhere. I mean, no, no, don't tell my employer. I just don't feel like coming to work. I don't feel like doing a thing. <laughs> but oh, thank God for strength. <laughs> he'll pick you up. When you're lonely, he'll pick you up. When you are down, he'll pick you up. When you are grieved, he'll pick you up. I know, I know for sure. David said, if it has not been for the Lord, <laughs> who was a master, he is letting you know where he put his trust. And I'm encouraging you this morning, put your trust in God. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3 and 4 says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace. That's another reason why you should trust God. I know you want to trust every other thing. But your trust must be in God. God will put you in perfect peace. Who? People whose mind stay on Jesus. The Bible continues to stay. Why? Because they trust God. I say this with utmost humility. One of the things that drives my wife nuts is because a lot of things that most people will worry about, I don't. 
I said, baby, I'm going to bed. <laughs> What's your problem? No, I trust God. I trust God. I'm in my 60s. I've been around him long enough to know that I can depend on him. Through sickness, through pain, through disappointment, even when I go for job interview and I was turned down. I trust God. The Lord showed me ways to trust God. See, my wife and I, we used to live in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And true story. And every Sunday, uh, we would drive to Fort Worth, Texas. I don't remember how many hours. And, uh, probably like eight, nine, ten hours. Every Sunday, there was a church, uh, predominantly white church, in Fort Worth, Texas, called Gamble Street Baptist Church. Check it out. And somehow they located me and they said, look, we have some Africans here and they're going to, to school and they're coming to our church, but we notice there's a cultural difference. Yes, Sometimes they want to dance their own way or do things. Will you come and help us? So it was like a mission. And we would drive. That's why I'm not surprised today I'm blessed. For years, we paid that price. In fact, things were so bad. We were driving a Dodge van. It's a big Dodge, like your church van. That's our automobile. Has no air condition. True story. It gets cold between Fayetteville, Arkansas. <laughs> My wife is laughing now. It was so bad, we have to wrap all of our children with blankets. Every one of those kids, now you see them, they, this, their dad, they're speaking all this big English. Don't be fooled. That's why I tell people, you see the glory, but you don't know my story. Every weekend, we get a bucket of church, church's chicken. I don't know, maybe Papa I didn't exist that time. I don't know what the problem was. And ladies and gentlemen, one thing I learned that God showed me through the children is that the, the kids have a habit. I won't tell you which one among them. And this young lady will ask me over and over again, are we there yet? I don't know if she's tired of the ride or she just, I don't know. She always asked me, are we there yet? And I would tell her, no, baby, we're still, we're still on the road. And I noticed one thing, every one of them, they will continue to ride. They don't, they're not even sure where we're located on the road. Back then, there's no GPS. But they continue to ride. Trusting God is when you don't even know where you are. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but you're willing to continue on the journey. You say, right on, King Jesus, I'm with you. 
Any way you bless me, I'll be satisfied. I don't know about tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen. But I take pride like those little kids. They will go back to sleep. They will continue playing because they know that daddy's got the wheel. And as long as their daddy is driving, they know they're saved. I don't know who I'm preaching to this morning. I come to tell you, you may not know all what is going on around you. You may not be able to explain all the circumstances, but look who is behind the wheel. If the Holy Spirit is, is the pilot of your soul, everything will be all right. Got a few more minutes. Let me teach you how to trust God. <laughs> I've tried to show you, many of us, why we don't trust God. I've tried to explain to you why you need to trust God. Now I want to quickly show you how. This is one of those churches you cannot come and go to sleep. It's a world church. Trusting God, you see, that word trust is like a currency. It's a medium of exchange. You cannot go to the groceries if you don't have some currency. Some people who are trying to get me into some kind of investment, and, and bless God, I listen to them, I say, okay, that sounds good. Okay, what can I do with this? Can I take this to the grocery store and buy me a gallon of milk? Oh, they say, no, 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 no. You just, you just, you just. I said, no, <laughs> you lost me. A true currency is a medium of exchange. Let me give you how this works. You see, God has a lot of things. You shouldn't have to be a rocket scientist to know that. Many of you want peace in your life right now. He's got it. But the only way you're going to be able to get and enjoy the peace of God, you have to trust him. You see how this thing works? It's really not, I, I say it all the time, you may think I'm just a little cuckoo. The Bible is not complicated. If you work it, it will work for you. Will you marry a man that don't trust you? Of course not. Whatever you need right now, God's got it. But in order for you to partake of that blessing, you have to trust God. Everything you need, God's got it. But you have to trust God. So let me encourage you this morning. Trust God to protect you. I know there's a lot going on in America. Trust God to protect you. Follow me as I follow Christ. 
I've never missed one day. Regardless of what's going on, economy is falling apart, the pandemic is rolling, the government is acting a fool, it's just another day in the neighborhood. I wake up every day, Lord, I thank you for another day. I've never missed a beat. Trust God to protect you. If God don't protect you, I hate to tell you this, and nothing else can. Trust God to feed you. Do I have a witness in the house? <laughs> have you ever been in a situation that if God don't feed you, you're not going to eat? <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm, I, I, I was watching the news yesterday and they run out of water. And, and, and by the way, Brother Dickens, that's some of the things we can get him for. They run out of water somewhere in Texas. Let's just buy some water and take it over there. That's mission work. Now, they have money, but they have no water to buy. Now, in my case, there was plenty of water back then, but no money. So when I tell you, you have to trust God to feed you. I was talking to one of my colleagues at Louisiana College. He said, I watch you religiously. And I said, why, professor? He said, because you speak the word of God from personal experience. These are no theories. Trust God to take care of you. Trust God to feed you. Trust God to lead you. Trust him to guide you. Trust him to build you out when you're in trouble. <laughs> Hallelujah. You ever been in trouble? I'm not talking about just trouble. Other people brought you in. Sometimes I get my own self in trouble. <laughs> but God. Trusting God is like the GPS. You ever use GPS? I don't know about you. I have one in my car. I have one in every one of my telephone. Then I fool around. I start messing with Dickin Beauregard. I saw one day taking me somewhere. He got a big GPS. I said, what minute is this? Oh, he said, this is something to fire people. I said, okay, I'll become a fireman today. Gave me one of those big ones. GPS, it tells you, you program it, you turn it on, the GPS take over. And then it tells you, turn right, turn left. Watch this, watch that. It shows you a picture of the lakes on the, <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. But you know one thing I noticed about GPS, Brother Matt? It don't work unless you punch in the location you're going. Yes, sir, that's it. The same thing. God's got GPS. 
His word is his GPS. The Holy Spirit is his GPS. But none of that will work for you until you do three things. <laughs> Just taking my time today. Those three things right there in the book. Number one, trust God. You don't do any good reading the Bible if you don't trust God. You will not go anywhere. You will be stuck in the elevator of life. Number two, don't lean to your own understanding. Am I still in the book? <laughs> See, I'm just breaking it down so we all understand. Many mess I find myself in is because I was leaning to my own understanding. Every time I trust God, things work out for me. Not one time I can stand on the Bible and tell you, not a single time in 61 years did God fail. Don't lean to your understanding. Your understanding will help me Holy Ghost. Learn to trust him that GPS will not work until you trust God. Many of the problems you're pacing the floor about is heaven still waiting on you to trust God. Number two, don't lean to your own understanding. And number three, acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. You never get a big head. You let the whole world know. If it has not been for the Lord who was on my side, I won't be standing here today. He made a way out of no way. His food on my table. His clothes on my back. His roof over my head. Everything that happened to me that is good. <laughs> who did it? <laughs> Acknowledge him. Let your children know. Let your co-workers know. Stay humble. Don't think you are all that. It was the grace of God that woke you up this morning. His mercy is new every morning. When you trust him, hallelujah, I'm giving you a million dollar advice, don't miss this. When you trust him <laughs> and you don't lean to your own understanding and you acknowledge him, guess what? The Holy Ghost will take over like your GPS. He will lead you, he will guide you the step of a good man. I'm trying to help somebody. I mean, you'll be cruising because now the Holy Spirit is in control. 
I want you to look back over your life now and see how much what I'm teaching you this morning had worked in the past. Remember what God has done for you before. When I run into trouble, that's what I do. I reflect. I say to myself, self, this ain't the first time you couldn't pay your bill. If you pay your bill before, he can do it again. Even when my relationship is in trouble, I have to look back and say, this ain't the first time I got a problem in my marriage. God fixed it before he can fix it again. Have you ever been sick? Just, just take a little step back and see how many times he healed you before. And if he did it before, he can do it again. That same God that bailed you up before, you can do it again. God is not sleeping. He's not slumbering. Let me tell you, I leave this to, with you in conclusion. I want to give you some symptoms, you know. I'm a, I'm a spiritual doctor, you know. You come, I give you a prescription. I feel Give you that prescription, it's your job to fill it. Let me show you some signs that will let you know when you're not trusting God. Because I'm not always going to be there with you. 24 hours, it's a long time. Sometimes we don't see each other for days. But you can know for sure when you're not trusting God. Number one, when you find yourself trying to do something that is impossible. You trust in yourself and not God. God said without me, Proverbs chapter 28, verse 26 says, He who trusts his own mind is a fool. Make sure you read it. There's a lot of fools in the body of Christ. All you need to do is just listen to them. You can tell, ah, here comes another fool. <laughs> he who put his trust in his own mind, the Bible said that person is a fool. If I have to preach on another summer, I say don't be a fool. But that might hurt some people's feelings. <laughs> so I'm trying to make sure, you see, I watch for your soul. That's the job of a pastor. When can you tell when you're not trusting God? When you find yourself getting ahead of God. 
You're trying to get married. Before God shows you somebody, you see Ray Ray with bicep, tricep. His jerry curl dripping all over the floor. You see him, mm, 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 mm. That's mine. Oh, yes, it's mine. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. When you find yourself getting ahead of God, he wants to be ahead of you. He wants to lead you. He wants to guide you. He don't need you to guide him. If you get ahead of God, you end up buying the wrong house. You end up moving the wrong neighborhood. You end up marrying the wrong person. You end up pursuing the wrong career. That's right, brother. Let him lead you. You can tell that you're not trusting God when you find yourself doubting his word. I hate to tell us, God really don't need much of anything from you. He just wants you to believe his word. Tea so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to take him at his word. See, that's all you need. That's all he wants from you. To rest upon his promise. Everybody laughing at you. They say, oh, don't mind that African. He don't know. Look who is laughing now. Trust God for yourself. Sometimes you may not even get your own family to understand. Sometimes your best of friend may not comprehend what's going on. But you can read. The Bible has been translated into English language. Read it for yourself. Bite on it. And watch God do what he does best. You're not trusting God. Let me say this. I've got to stop. My time is up. I finished up 10 o'clock. You're not trusting God if you are taking action without first praying about it. I'm going to invite my worship team to come back. You know the essence of this message for you and me? I hear the Holy Spirit tell me, just teach the word. Don't try to impress nobody. Teach the word and I'll do the rest. God is waiting on you and me to begin to really trust him. Trust him with your life. Trust him with your children. The other day I woke up just trying to say hello to my wife. And my wife told me, some of your children are in Atlanta, Georgia. I said, say what? My blood pressure, shoot up. Because I've been watching TV all these days, and they've been telling me 
do not travel this time. See, I see a lot of head drop now. Because <laughs> you know. So, I, I was so scared. I mean, but because now they got their own job, they don't wear, they got their own ride, they don't need to ask me for nothing. They just take off. Now, that is shaking. <laughs> But I hear the Holy Spirit preaching this sermon. See, I cannot lead you where I've never been. Most of the sermon you hear me preach to you here, God has walked me through it. There's a price to be paid in leadership. I hear the Holy Spirit say, trust me. You cannot police your children 24 hours. You will run yourself crazy. Trust him with your family. Trust him with your children. Trust him with your health. Trust him with your job. And nothing you can do to guarantee you have a job tomorrow. Companies fold up. People are laid up. There's all kinds of games behind the scene. But oh, it's so good to trust God. He'll fight your battle. He'll make your enemy leave you alone. He'll prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemy. I've got to stop. If you're here today and you don't know him as your Lord and as your Savior, this is a good day to invite Jesus Christ to come into your heart. I'm not asking you to trust man. I'm not asking you to trust the things of this world. I'm asking you to put your trust in God. And maybe you're not in the building. You're at home. There's a number under the screen. You can dial that number. There are ministers of the gospel waiting to pray with you, to rejoice with you for making a decision to trust God. And maybe there's a need in your life. You like me, you say, now, nah, if God don't help me, I don't stand a chance. I've been at that, that crossroad many times. And guess what I do? The same thing I'm asking you to do. I have a little talk with Jesus. And I tell him all of my, my trouble. And he hears. He wants to hear from you. I'm going to invite all of you to stand to your feet. And if the Lord has blessed you today and you want to, you want to covenant with God. In your tithes and your offerings. The ushers at the door. Very soon I'm going to get some professional kiosk that you don't even have to deal with the ushers. You can give as the Lord prosper you. You got the best kiosk now. Real human being. Good looking ushers. Beautiful. Anointed. 
Yes, the anointing. Give as the Lord prosper you. You may be home, you say, how can I give? I'm not in the building. Go to our website, zionhill.com. There's an opportunity for online giving. And I pray that God will continue to bless you and prosper you as you and I journey to trust in him. God bless you. Since we're trusting in God, we know that it's already a fixed fight. Can somebody just say fixed fight? Can somebody say fixed fight? Hallelujah. If you don't mind, just put those hands together with us. Everybody clap those.
It's a fixed fight. 